Hello, all you barflies out there, and welcome to Bar Friends Forever. Or Barf. Yeah. I'm Susie. I'm Kina. And we're your bar friends forever. I met because I'm a bartender. I have been for 15 plus years. Mm -hmm. Hate to admit that. Um, working all over in LA. I've worked at names you might know, such as Sir from the famed Vanderpump Rules. I've worked at Bar Lubitsch, the Pikey, and where Kina and I met, the Dime. Yeah. Uh, we met about 10 years ago, maybe maybe yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, and I am not a bartender. I, I work a very boring, normal job. Um, yeah, Kina right now is towing her mouse on her computer so she keeps her Slack alive. Keep the Slack alive, yeah. <laughs> Do all other kinds of hacks like scheduling emails to send yeah. at, you know, 4, 17 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. So that my boss thinks I'm working. But A nice round random number. Totally. Like yeah. Nobody, you're not going to send it like 4.15 or even 4.30. That's amateur. Yeah. Like it needs to be 4.17. Um, but, I'm, but I'm not. I'm here with you guys. Yeah. So thanks for joining. Um, Kina has done the nearly impossible. We became great friends after she was a semi-regular at the yeah. Dime, lived in the neighborhood. You were dating one of our Hard regulars. Hard regular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, professional regular. Stony is his name. Yeah, a professional regular for yep. sure. So Stony and you met at the dime. We met at the dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the dime probably within my first year of living in LA. I didn't know much about it, uh, except yeah. that it was on a sh TV show called The Hills. Yeah, just a little <laughs> show you might know if you're into reality called The uh, Hills. And if you're not, like, yeah. talk to us. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's paint the picture the dime is like a tiny tiny yeah. little venue um it's kind of an establishment in the fairfax area of los angeles yep. there's always a crowd because um they have really amazing djs every night that spin um old school hip-hop on vinyl so the music selection is always insane so yep. it gets packed so yeah kina came into my life uh by meeting one of our hardcore regulars at the dime stoney Yep, the stone man. We'll we'll talk about him quite a bit. I'm He'll sure be a fixture. Yeah. So Stony was someone who lived in the neighborhood around the dime, and before it gets packed around 10 p.m. at the dime when the DJ comes on, um, it's pretty dead um, in the beginning of the shift. So Stony is the kind of regular who would be there, like I don't know if he set an alarm. <laughs> No, no, no. He would just like pace around the block. It was an internal. It was like his circadian it was, it was rhythm. Literally, I mean, yeah, we lived behind the diamond. It was just like, ping, it's going to be open <laughs> in five minutes. I'm going to smoke a cig and just wait for that door to prop open. It's such an um, a, a phenomenon, yeah. like where regulars just like, they plan, kind of plan their day around it. Yeah. They're like, you know what? I, right at when the door is open, I got to go get my seat at the bar and yeah. pour me that Jaeger because I'm here to drink half the bottle. <laughs> exactly. That was Stoney's MO. I love those times before it got super crowded because that's when 
we would hang out and have fun. Yeah. And, like I got to know you and the rest of the bartenders there. So yeah. For me, that was my favorite part. Of course. That's how we like created our bonds. And yeah. Um, of course, but so you met Stoney, who is his, a character in his own right. I, yeah. I just think it's such a phenomenon when regu- regulars at bars, um, it's interesting. It can either be someone that you really, really like and is an amazing person and you're happy to see yep. them come in every time they come in, which Stoney falls into that category. Yep. And so did you. You guys are like the unicorns of this scene because there are also regulars who come in. And I think about this all the time. Because you have this at every single bar that you work at as a a bartender. There are regulars who come in and the entire bar staff will be like, ugh, not this guy. Is it because they just talk incessantly and like they suck or they get wasted? I think it's mostly just because people suck. Like sometimes it's just a douche. And a lot of times what comes with being a regular is entitlement. Yeah. Right? You get service or You get free stuff. You're like, I'm here every day. So automatically that makes me like entitled to free shit. Yeah. No, it just makes really it doesn't. It just makes you annoying, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But I think it's just such a funny thing. Um, another reason I uh, came, like kind of came up with this theme for this podcast is like America was kind of built on bars. This is a little nerdy sidebar. But I was reading a book called America Walks Into a Bar, and it's like bars they were called public houses but bars used to be like where court was held where like you could go get a meal and a beer for x amount and it's just really where um camaraderie kind of happened and also legislation like that kind of thing i'm not telling this properly but it's just very interesting to see there's nothing like a bar you know like when when the pandemic happened we didn't have that kind of venue where all different people from all walks of life come together and the, yeah. the playing field is leveled. Yeah. Right. And I just find that so fascinating. And I always have working in this industry, the different types of people you can meet working in this venue. Yeah. Um, like pub culture in like Europe, for example, I think yeah. is still very much a reflection of that. Maybe not so much the bar scene in West Hollywood, <laughs> but I totally get what you're saying. It's that the root. So fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just what makes it. It's always an adventure. It's always super interesting. And I, I mean, I honestly nerd out on it a little. Like some I honest- of my best friends, most of my best friends, I've I've met in bars. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that's what's fun about this. That's why we wanted to kind of like cover some of our drunk stories and it won't be nerdy and and history driven (laughs) 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 promise (laughs) so Keena and I even though we are incorrigible drunks yes um we are doing a little something we call dry July yeah dry most of July because we did start after the fourth the weekend of the fourth we had the most horrific bender of a fourth of July (laughs) fourth of July weekend before the fourth I didn't even make it to any plans on the fourth of July I didn't leave my couch yeah (laughs) like at all like the hangover was real for for personal reasons I was on a FaceTime with my sisters and cracked a bottle of wine at eight in the morning on fourth of july that was literally all i did just drank at home yeah yeah but um so we were on such a bender and it was terrible so now we've decided let's um let's clear our systems let's do a little reset so we're drinking some non-alcoholic beer and we're here to bring you some funny drunk stories so we can reminisce and i had never had non-alcoholic beer i thought like whatever if i'm sober i'm drinking water like 
Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, and Susie really has turned me on to the world that is a non-alcoholic beer. I just yeah. feel great. A little brand called Old Milwaukee. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Crack a cold one. <laughs> um, yeah, it really does help, honestly. So speaking of drunk stories, the reason we're here, um, today we bring to you stories of us getting fired from our jobs. And um, this is a funny thing that happened to me this week. I've had a little bit of a cold, right? And um, I've been recently microdosing shrooms just for mood and focus. It's a thing now, guys. I'm not and a fun. D- it's fun. Yeah, and for fun too. But the microdose is a thing that people are now doing in like Silicon Valley. So I trust I Steve Jobs. I think it's pretty widespread. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for your mood and stuff. So I've been doing that and just taking a little tiny bit every few days, right? So I have a cold. Um, I I had to go into work a couple of days ago, and I um, took my shrooms late in the day because I never feel them when I microdose. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I um, I never feel anything when I microdose. So I was like, oh, it's fine. I can just take this tiny little thing, and it'll be fine because it kind of is a stimulant. So yeah, I'm not gonna get sleepy or anything at work. So I, I'm getting ready for my shift, right? And I start to feel so loopy. <laughs> like I'm putting on my makeup and I'm like, whoa, I never feel this. Like, what the fuck? And you took the same amount that you The same amount, do? yeah. Weird. And I was like, holy cow. I'm feeling like, essentially, like I just took a shot, right? I'm feeling okay. loose, a little loosey-goosey, a little bit like, yeah, just like giggly. I go into work. I mentioned to my bar back that I'm like microdosing shrooms and I kind of feel them. And he goes, oh, yeah, one time I overdosed on shrooms. And I was like, you can't. I don't think you can. This guy's a real character. Um, and I was like, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, because I had chugged like two glasses of orange juice. Oh, my God. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, you know how vitamin C increases like the effects. Did you know that? I think that. OK, y- Yes. I think it's an old wives' tale. I don't know. We'll have to Google it or do a fact check or something. Um, because in college, when I used to do a lot of ecstasy, you know, just sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> my, I had a girlfriend who was like, chug this like carton of orange juice. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. ju- you're really going to like roll. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, I never really felt it. He said th- that y- you can do it with Molly and whatever, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just a lot of drugs have Sorry, that effect. Sorry, Molly, I said ecstasy. Really, <laughs> really aged myself there. Uh, I'm aging myself because I'm like, oh, are they different? <laughs> are they the same thing? It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> MDMA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, but anyway, no, I think you're wrong because I was like, oh, shit, this makes so much sense. I've been chugging emergency for this cold. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden I'm feeling loopy off a dose of mushrooms that I never feel. I mean, that's a cheap, healthy way to really get <laughs> exactly. bang for your buck. Right? I was like, exactly. I was like, I can get so much bang for more bang for my buck on my mushrooms. So anyone who's wondering, yeah, I think vitamin C works. Give it a whirl. Okay, so maybe it isn't an old wives' tale. Yeah, so the point of that story was I could have gotten fired. Yeah, because (laughs) you were on drugs. (laughs) I I went to work on drugs. (laughs) So we're bringing to you stories of us getting fired from jobs. Yeah, specifically for me, at least, getting fired from a bar, my only bar job. Exactly. After I just said that I work a normal 
boring job. The crossover. This is the crossover, yeah. <laughs> um, so when I was in college, I worked at a bar. It wasn't on campus because there weren't bars on campus, but it was like kind of the unofficial bar that everybody went to. Yeah. Um, I was 19. Okay. And so just got to put that out there. <laughs> How um, did that happen? So this happened because a friend of mine, uh, Max, was a bartender or a bar back. I can't remember. I think a bartender. Uh, I needed a job. I was complaining about cash. Um, and so he said, Kina, come down. Come down to this bar. I can say the name because it's out of business now. Come down to Magoo's. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to the Love owner. the name. Yeah, Magoo's, uh, RIP. <laughs> I, I miss that place. I really do. Um, I was definitely familiar with Magoo's because it was the type of place that was loose with their carding. Yeah. Uh, so I knew like, clearly, the t- the t- <laughs> well, I knew the times I could go. Um, yeah. so I'd been there before, but I wasn't a regular by any means because I didn't have a good fake. So I thought, great, I'm just going to do an inside job and start <laughs> working there. So I, I go down with, can uh, you legally work in Hawaii? Like at 19 at a, at a bar, no. not bartending. Right. No, okay, okay. not at all. Um, and so I went down, met met Max there. He introduced me to the owner. Um, I'm sure he's not around uh, anymore, but his name is Gilbert. And he said, hey, Gilbert, this is my friend, Kina. She needs a job. She lives nearby, blah, blah, blah. Like, really talked me up. Um, Were you like, I'm 21? No, this was the interview <laughs> process. He turns to me and goes, how old are you? And I said, 21. And Max goes, just turned 21. It's going to be great. Like, whatever. Like, he really had my back. He was, like, really selling the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Didn't card me. Didn't ask for any IT. Didn't do any paperwork. In comes the loose carding policy at Uh, Magoo's. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, And everything is paid under the table. Okay, amazing. We love it. We love it. I also got my boyfriend a job there who was of age. But we really just infiltrated the place, right? (laughs) Like, I was sleeping with, living with my boyfriend who was also... A bartender. At a certain point, um, Gilbert realizes that I am smart and I can like count money and shit like that because we also <laughs> you we can, had some you can count. Excellent. We had some real stupid bitches working there. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, and the place would just get super crowded. It was cash only. So uh, after a certain time, I was responsible for all the cash. And not only was I responsible for cash, but I was responsible for paying out all the vendors and everyone who worked there. And we had like a pecking order for who got paid. Yeah. And so it was definitely pay the keg guys first. Uh Anybody who delivers booze gets paid first. Yeah, you got to keep the booze coming. Exactly. Then pay out the most senior staff, including myself. I always got paid. My boyfriend (laughs) always got paid. Nice. Max got paid. Um, then pay the rest of the vendors, and then if you have enough money, you can pay out the more junior <laughs> staff. Like, it was fucked Wow, up. illegal as fuck. It was so illegal. And, like, why Why was this my job at 19? <laughs> um, and there would be, like, a kitchen manager, sure, and, like, a bar manager, sure, but it was, like, the cash goes to me, and I'm paying out the vendors. Like, now that I think about it, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Um, so... Ran this game for a real long time. <laughs> I am not going to lie. And then because I worked there, I knew all the guys at the door. I knew everybody there. I no longer had to worry about being carded. So it was a dream. Amazing. I would show up on the busiest nights of the week, and they're like, she's in. She runs this place. She, she does payroll. Place. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would go in. I would, like, pick up my cash. I would go get my <laughs> drinks. Like, it was fucking ideal. You're the Magoo's Mafia. I was the Magoo's <laughs> Mafia. Yeah, I, I, that was more. That was more Max. More on that later. Um, some drug <laughs> deals went down there. Just sick. Just saying. Um, and so, 
eventually, I think I worked there for the better part of a year for sure. Um, told my parents I worked at a pizza place. They did serve <laughs> pizza. Um, nice. And I started dating somebody, somebody different, like not the guy who I got a job there. Okay, wait. Yes. Did you stop paying that guy? <laughs> uh my ex-boyfriend? Yeah, no, the one that you d- happy. You got to keep him happy. <laughs> got to make sure that we're not causing any problems here. Yeah. And that, you know, the drinks He could reveal are... your secret. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, no, no. He's always getting paid. All we're right. always taking care of like things. Like I said, the mafia. And I didn't want to show up when I was coming in to drink with my friends and have him give me any problems. Um, right. And so around this time, one of the other uh, girls who worked there who was not smart, in fact, we called her Dumb Jen. Um <laughs> Savage. Dumb Jen. Uh, it came out that she was underage. Like, I have no idea how she got the job. Oh, shit. But she was underage. She was fired immediately. And she was banned for life from Magoo's. For which is life. For life, <laughs> which is a big deal. Wow. When you're an undergrad. And this is like where everybody's hanging out. Holy cow. Uh, and I remember the bouncers and probably the owner being like, God, Kina, can you believe how dumb she is? And, like, she got <laughs> barred for life. And that's when I started to feel like, like the walls are closing in yeah i really got to keep on top of this shit um but <laughs> it's hard to keep track of your lies yeah like how on top of it was i when i was <laughs> dealing with all the money and drinking there every yeah. fucking night um so anyway so i i started dating somebody or start seeing somebody new this is like that's not a very well it is an important part of the story but like the relationship isn't uh, but I was definitely fucking around and hooking up with other people at the same time. Yeah. I actually went home with somebody who worked at Magoo's uh, once. Yeah. And the new guy that I was seeing found out, um, got so upset, and anonymously called Magoo's, asked to speak to the owner, and said, oh. I really think that you need to card Kina. Oh my God. How long had you been working there? For like a year. Oh like my God. I've, I'd been through a relationship there, a breakup oh there. Oh my God. Hooking up with new people, hooking up with employees there, <laughs> and like somewhat. He's like, some a year later, guy. by the way, you should probably do the legwork on that application 100%. process. And so I, and he like texted me or called me and told me, like, like, fuck you, I don't think you work at Magoo's anymore. And, like, that was oh, my whoa. that was my identity. Like, I don't think <laughs> I went to class at this point. It was just work at Magoo's, party at Magoo's, <laughs> do it all over again. Uh, with like, a solid oh, shit. year and a half of college. He stole your identity. Stole my identity, stole my life. Um, and so Savage. I get a call from Gilbert, the owner, and I pick it up. And he was like, do you want to tell me? that anything I've heard today is untrue. And I was like, no, it's true. He was like, all right, you're done. And you can't ever come back. And like, I first <gasps> Banned sure for life? Banned for life. No. So at this point I was 20, right? You know, yeah. I'd, I had grown up a little. And then um, I was banned. I didn't try to go back because I had some pride, you know? Yeah. And just knew, don't be like dumb Jen. Just yeah. go away quietly. Yeah. Uh, but on my 21st birthday... I was like, you know what? I'm going to call him up and say, Gilbert, I know you miss me. (laughs) And it's my 21st birthday. Uh, And I did. And he laughed. And he said he missed me. And he let me right back in. Amazing. So I did lose my job. And it was definitely a traumatic thing for 
a young college girl to go through, but, but I got my bar back. A true Hallmark ending. A true Hallmark ending. At Magoo's. <laughs> Magoo's, that place was fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, you could have also really pulled some mafia shit on Gilbert and been like, yo, oh, I know 100%. how you're running your books here, buddy. Are you sure yeah. you want to ban me for life? Like, fire me if you want, but yeah, don't Yeah, I had ban to get me. my personal life back together. There was other dramatic <laughs> shit happening, but I know I totally, totally could have. And not a shocker, they went out of business because I'm sure someone at a certain point was like... A disgruntled employee. Yeah, but everything's under the table. Everyone's underage. Pretty sure I ran some drug deals yeah. on a cocktail tray. I mean, Magoo's, they ran it for a long time, but... R.I.P. Yeah, at some point you're going to get caught up too. So that's my, my fired from a bar story. <laughs> Amazing. Not super tragic. Happy ending. Happy ending. Tragic at the time. But super happy ending. Also, when I could go back as a 21-year-old who didn't have to fucking count the tip money yeah. and deal with And he also didn't have to feel like her lies were creeping up totally. around yeah. her. Yeah. And deal with the people who I was like, sorry, not enough money for you tonight. Better luck tomorrow. Like, yeah. people got fucking <laughs> pissed. So, sure. But I, I do miss walking out with a wad of cash, of course. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. of course. Kina the Enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my dad was in town recently and I admitted to him at that point that I've been fired from nearly every job I've ever held Why in my you life. Tell him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just cracking up because we were talking and he was like, I've never been fired from a job. And I'm like, oh, I've been fired from nearly every single one. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's not to say like most of them obviously are bar jobs. And that's yeah. because I'm essentially a raging alcoholic not actually but like <laughs> when a bar tells me oh you can't drink on the job I'm like oh that's a suggestion right like it's yeah for sure it's not a rule yeah it's so hard when you work behind a bar to not drink so there would be times when of course I fucked up and I got called out on it and got fired um a lot of times actually <laughs> I mean I probably can't even count on two hands which is so embarrassing to admit but the most epic one um, I was working at a bar called Nick's in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Great martinis. Yes. It was a martini bar. It had a little bit of like a Rat Pack vibe to it. Don't they have the the like vodka cage? I don't know what that room's called. Yes. I forgot about that. They yeah. have a very cold like sub-zero um, room where they have tons of vodkas where you can go in and put on a fur coat, yes. like a Russian like yes. outfit, a fur coat and a fur hat. And have like ice cold vodka yeah, shots. Yeah. And you yeah. pay an... Uh, inordinate amount of money like to just take a vodka shot that's already been chilled in this freezer and you're wearing fur yeah um super fun the owner uh larry was <laughs> such a weird guy um mildly a creep he would be like every shift i work he would be like hey don't you think it would be good if we like i think you would look so good with your hair in a beehive what <laughs> And I'm like, stop asking me to put my hair in a beehive. And at one point, he said to me, what if you come early for one of your shifts and, like, I'll have a, a hair and makeup girl here and she'll put your hair in a beehive oh for you. Oh, my God. This <laughs> is for sure some sort of fetish. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, I don't know. Maybe he was, like, obsessed with, like, Priscilla Presley or something with, like, someone with big hair. Yeah, that's But not I was it. like, please, like, sir, you cannot be harassing me about putting my hair in a beehive. Like, this is not appropriate. Like, it got really fucking annoying. Did he to say it to anyone else? No. God. To the point, Kina, where I chopped my hair off. 
I remember when you had very short hair. I, I didn't know hair. that this was the trigger. <laughs> this was the this was the trigger, no Larry beehives from here. This. <laughs> yeah, no beehives here, buddy. This hair is too short to put in a beehive, so oh get God. your fetishes elsewhere. Um, so this is the kind of vibe this place was. Um, one night I was of course taking shots at work. I don't think we were allowed. <laughs> But anyway, definitely not at Nick's, Nick's, I would say. Yeah, I can't remember, but more than likely I wasn't allowed to be drinking at work, but we did. Um, And so after my shift, I go next door to this wine bar called Wally's. It was right next door. Yes. It's a fancy wine bar. It's a well-known name in Beverly Hills. Um, I went with my coworker, the hostess at Nick's, um, and we were taking lots of tequila shots and we made friends with the bartender and he was giving us all these shots. And so we're wasted, obviously. And there is this penguin shaped drink shaker on the bar. It's a metal, you know, like what like you shake a, a cocktail. cocktail shaker. Yeah, 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 like a cocktail shaker, but it is shaped like a penguin mm-hmm. and it's super cute, right? It's uh, and so we asked him. I was I was like, oh, we're wasted. Oh, this is so cute. Can I have it? And he looks at us and goes, No. Do you know how many times people have tried to steal that thing and no one has been successful? And of course, in our drunk minds, we're like, Challenge accepted. Well, I was gonna say he planted that seed. Yeah, he could have said, "Do you know how many people want that thing?" But yeah, instead, steal. yeah, okay, never okay. been successful. We're like, challenge accepted. You were planting a seed in a drunk girl's head and leaving the penguin yeah. shaker within arm's reach. He doesn't know who he's talking to. You don't know who you're dealing with, buddy. Yeah, I'm the beehive girl. <laughs> 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 they call me the beehive, buddy. Um, so I go to the bathroom. Carol, we we developed some drunk plan. I don't remember. Yeah. Caroline tells me, go to the bathroom. I'm going to, let's leave. I'm going to grab it and put it under. So she grabs it. She puts it under her sweater, hands it to me. Like, essentially, we're doing, like, a football, like, snap handoff. Oh, my God. As I'm coming out of the bathroom, and I book it out of the bar with the penguin shaker. Did okay? you close a tab or anything? Or didn't We matter. had already like, paid. Yeah, 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 I think pr- we, we were, were probably paying cash. Out. You have the plan. Yeah, so... I run out like a crazy person. I'm running down. It's Cannon in Beverly Hills. It's this big street. I'm parked on the street in Cannon, which is where I used to park for my shift. I'm running like an absolute lunatic with this penguin shaker under my arm like a football player, like going for the touchdown. Okay, Totally normal in Beverly Hills. Yeah, (laughs) laughing like maniacally because I have the shaker. The mission is complete. Okay, I'm running to my car. As I'm about to get to my car, I kid you not, like, a car pulls in front of me as if it were a scene from, like, The Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Like, four people get out of this car and go, like, you're not driving tonight. I guess they saw me trying to go to my car to drive. Oh, and saw you running around like a crazy person. Like a crazy person. I don't know how they knew my intent was to go drive, but it was. I'm not proud to admit that. I don't do that anymore. But um, they're like, you're, you can't drive. You're not driving, which is true. I was obliterated yeah. with a penguin shaker running down the street like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. So one of the girls brings her car and drives me. She's like this beautiful, mo- like L.A. model girl. Like, like young. Just like a, an actual angel to come and save my life. Like not let me drive. She drives me home to my apartment. Okay. All that's the while, so nice. like, I've still got the penguin. I pass out. 
it was one of those nights where you wake up in the morning, you don't remember, of course. So I go into my living room and I see the penguin. I forgot I had gotten it. I I love hate those nights. Yeah. And then you see the one thing where you're like, oh fuck. And oh, all of a sudden yeah. the whole the whole night or like this yeah. unlocked memory comes back. Yes, right? the little piece of the puzzle totally. that unlocks it. Um, I just was like, oh my God, amazing. This thing is so cute. It's mine now. Awesome. <laughs> so a couple of days later on a Friday. Um, I go back into uh, Nick's to work. Yep. Caroline and I get called upstairs into the office with Larry, mm-hmm. <laughs> the beehive guy. And he says to us, he goes, girls, do did you take anything from Wally's the other night? And we both look at each other and we're like, no. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Susie, you dropped your paycheck. Oh, God. They have you guys on camera. Okay. He goes, they've turned your paycheck into the police. You're both fired. And this could be a felony on your records because that penguin shaker is worth $3,600. Do you think that they really gave your paycheck to the police? I do. Do you know that this happened? I have no idea, actually, but I do think they did because I never got it back and more on that later. Okay. But Caroline and I obviously, rightfully, flip our shit and slink out of Nick's. We go and are, like, chain-smoking and, like, oh, my God, we're going to jail. It's our last night of freedom. So what we do is we go back to my apartment, get the penguin shaker. We put it in a plastic bag. Like, it's like a drug delivery, okay? We go back over to Wally's. And we give it to the door guy outside and say, we need to return this. Okay? So we've returned the shaker to Wally's. It's back home. Yep. Then Caroline and I literally go out on the town, and we are getting Celebrate hammered. your uh, last night of freedom. Exactly. We were like, we don't have any idea if we're yeah. actually getting, like, indicted tomorrow but or whatever's going to happen. But the evidence was off your hands. Exactly. We yep. got rid of the shaker. That was our plan of attack. Getting wasted. So by the end of the night, I go home. I stay up all night making cookies and muffins, like to put in a basket with like a bottle of Vuv, like to bring to the owner of Wally's and to be like, I'm so sorry. Like, please don't press charges. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I got this information. It was either from someone at Wally's or uh, from... Larry, but they're like, once you turn, once you call the police on something like this, you can't retract it. It's right? out of your hands. Yeah. It's not up to you if you press charges or not. So, I mean, the muffins were wasted, but whatever. It was a nice gesture. Yeah. But so I'm sitting here for at least a month. I called a lawyer because in the state of California, if you steal anything over a thousand dollars, it's a felony offense. Um, I called a lawyer. He was fucking cracking up on the phone. I hope you didn't have to pay for that phone call. (laughs) I didn't. He was laughing. He's like, listen, I'm sure you're going to be okay. But if you happen to need me, like, give me a call back. But he made me feel a lot better because he's like, I think the police have a lot more important things to deal with. I think I called the police station to check if anything happened. You never know, though. Beverly Hills is a weird fucking place, and people can be petty as hell. And it's Wally's. It's like a very fancy establishment. So you just don't know. 
Anyway, I never heard anything. Thank God. I don't have a felony on my record, even though I should by this point for sure. Um, however, fast forward years later, I start dating a guy who ended up being a turd, by the way. But I start dating a guy, and it's our first Christmas together. And I told him the penguin story. And he ends up going online to find me this penguin shaker for a Christmas present. Mm -hmm. And he uh, got it for me. And it was such a cute gesture. But through this process, I find out, I was like, oh, where is this from? And he, there. so the thing that happened was there is an antique version that is worth crazy amounts of money the 3600 like or whatever it's yeah. from the 20s or whatever you know yeah. it's classic art deco and that one um is like one piece molded the penguin head everything then there's a replica that west elm made recently that has a little screw off ball on the beak where you open it up and that's where you pour the drink out of that's got the little it. hole where the drink comes off okay i know for a fact this is the one I got from Wally's because that was the part I was obsessed with. The little, the little ball. Beak? All oh I wanted God. to do was take the little ball home because I'm, I'm obsessed with tiny things. What was it at West Elm? Like a hundred bucks? Not even. I think I think this guy got it for maybe 40 on resale. But like... That's it, nothing. Exactly. So these fuckers from Wally's were lying about this being an antique and it was the West Elm replica this whole time. Got you fired. Got me fired. Withheld a paycheck. Yes. Oh, and by the way, that that's where this comes in. I never got my paycheck, which was at least $350, $400. At Nick's, we would get paid our tips in cash at the end of the week. Uh -huh. I never got my tips, which would For have been an week. additional 800 or something Fuck. dollars. So at this point... Nick's owes me a little over a thousand dollars. I'm calling. They are ignoring me. They're going essentially, fuck you. You screwed up. We don't care. Like we're not giving this to you. So I end up going to the labor board and, and going through the whole process. They never showed up. They never responded to any emails or calls or anything. I did two like hearings at the labor board and I got awarded $7,000. Holy shit. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. So Nick's, owes me $7,000 and I'm freaking out like oh my god this couldn't yeah, have worked out taking a trip better like I'm gonna yeah like let's get this money so at around this time Nick's fucking folded they closed oh no so there's no way to track down these people I also talked to an old G GM of mine because this woman who was the sister of Lar Larry came into the pikey when I was working there and I was like, oh, my God, this is the woman who owes me $7,000. It's like catch me if you can with these people. I'm like, I totally. have to find these people and get my seven grand. It's awarded by the state. Like, it's official. She comes in, and I asked my GM, like, hey, here's the situation. Is there anything I can do? And he goes, unfortunately, no. Like, that's why bars open as an LLC. Because once they fold, then that's dissolved. It's and the business. It's not the person. Yeah. yeah. There's no, no Wait, liability. So you never got any anything back? Nothing. I have a piece of paper that says oh my they God. owe me $7,000. And I never got, I never saw a dime. And I never got my money back either that was actually mine without the penalties. And do you want to know the most hilarious thing? This woman, somehow I got an email from her recently. I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay. All right, I found the email. Hi, it's Mel from Culinary Arts Kids Eat in Pasadena. 
I'd like to be able to refer customers to you, so I've added you to my network on Alignable, a site exclusively for business owners to network with each other. Give me my $7,000, Mel. I mean, obviously that's a canned email, but still, like, she, yeah. she has a lot of balls She found too. me and wants me to be able to refer customers to me. Yeah. Don't ask me no why. No thanks. No thanks, Mel. So those were our getting fired stories. I have about a thousand more, clearly. Yeah, um, I don't, so I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, Kina's normal. I am clearly no, not. No, well. no, no. I, I wish I had more excited. I have plenty of weird ass getting drunk at work stories, though, but uh, okay. for a different day. Yes, for a different yes. Day. Like a tequila in the filing cabinet, been there. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, wine in the coffee mug as I'm conducting oh. a job interview. Yes. Um, hooking up with coworkers, uh, plural. There have been many, but. Yes, we love to day. see it. Different yeah. day. We've got those for you guys, so we'll Tune bring them to in. you later. Yeah. So here's a little thing I wanted to address because. Um, I just think it's something that would be useful for all bar patrons. We want to start a segment. Um, we're going to call it, Is That Annoying? All right. So the idea came from when patrons come into a bar and they um, immediately, they'll order a drink and then they want to go like, uh, they want a difficult drink. Say it's an sure. es espresso martini or a mojito, something that takes a few more steps or that you have to shake a little harder. Order your drink and then they go, is that annoying? When they're ordering a drink that's like already on the menu? Yeah, or just a normal bar oh. drink, right? It's like, yeah. is it an annoying drink to make? Yeah, maybe some bartenders might say so. But like, I'm here at a bar working for six to eight hours, right? I'm here to yeah. make you a drink. It's it, going to say, all due respect, it's your job. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So when people come in and they, they order their drink and they're like... But is that annoying? I'm like, stop. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to punch you. And now you're annoying. Yeah. I want to punch you. Like, stop that. Be assertive and order the drink that you want, and just know that we're gonna make it, and it's not a problem. Okay. Then I have a a, a related question. Is it annoying? Uh, yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> is it annoying if I go to a bar and say I want an espresso martini? I've I've actually done this to you at Sir. Yes. And the espresso martini on the menu is tequila. And I'm a I'm a vodka girl. Yeah. And I asked for an espresso martini vodka instead of tequila. Yeah. To do a substitution. Is that kosher or what? Not annoying. Okay. It's totally fine. Um, unless the drink's pre-made, which is gonna be a crappy espresso martini or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But um, no, if it's something like that, that's an easy switch out. Not at all. And Nobody I cares. I feel like any experienced bartender that's working at a full bar. Yes. You know, it's not like I'm asking for something wild. Exactly. Generally speaking, you're putting that spirit in at a different time anyway. Yeah. Some some places batch their stuff. So it just depends. But they'll tell you. Oh, no, yeah. sorry. That's already batched. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, totally fine. Um, here is a huge one. I want to address this early in this podcast, um, when you order a drink at a bar, the minute that order comes out of your lips and into the air of the bar, have your credit card ready. Yeah. Please. In a, especially in a busy bar, if you order and I go make your drinks and I come back with your round of drinks and you don't have anything out to pay me or start a tab, you're fumbling around or even worse still you're ignoring me when I'm standing there waiting for you to pay or start a tab 
nothing like this could be top tier of like the most annoying. It's also annoying though for bar patrons, especially when I'm in a busy bar. I know what I want. I'm waiting behind somebody who has the attention of the bartender. Exactly. And then they start fucking fumbling in their purse or they left their wallet at the table or exactly. whatever. Like, get out of my way. You're slowing down the process. Yeah. If you are above the age of 21, you know how this works. You order your drink. Yeah. You either pay for it at that time or you start a tab. Yeah. You and to start a tab, hand. you need to hand me a card. It's different at different venues, but if it's a busy bar, you know you got to get a card out or you know you got to get your cash out or whatever it is. Yeah. When people act like it's a big surprise, like yeah, Carter, ca- oh, 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 oh shit, Carter Cash. It's like, uh, what did you expect hey, here, buddy? Yeah, buddy, have you been to a bar before? Like, please, let's snap this up. Don't. Do you ever? And maybe this is a question for all of the things we'll talk about. In is that annoying? Is that a way that you ever can spot that somebody's like? trying to order underage if they don't know proper bar etiquette of course yeah Yeah. okay there's a lot of times sometimes you can tell how old someone looks but if they order (laughs) one time i one time i had a girl come into the bar and she was super nervous and she goes i'll have a mint mojito please oh poor girl oh honey (laughs) and then i id'd her and she gave me her college id Wow, and yeah. I was like, oh, honey, this isn't going to work here. She's trying too hard. Yeah, no. So, yeah, you can tell when people kind of are too. <laughs> One time my too little nervous. sister came to New Orleans with uh, me and, and my other sister were a lot older. I'm nine years older than her, mm-hmm. and she was underage, and she had a fake ID. And the, the guy, she was using um, a friend of ours, her ID, and the guy at the door um, just took her ID, didn't even ask anything, and she just starts spewing the information. I, I live born- in her. I was born in this year. It's like, yeah, you can tell sometimes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so another thing that happens sometimes, this is a big one. Um, We have a group of guys who come into where I work. We'll call it Snatch. Okay, Just for anonymity. Um, We have a group of guys who come in, um, and they always want to so if a drink comes in a collins glass which is the tall skinny glass yep. that you would see like maybe a lemonade in or whatever or something like that or like an iced tea like a vodka something. soda yeah um in that tall skinny glass don't ask to put it into a short glass like it's just so like can you just be a man and drink it out of the collins glass i want to let everyone in on a secret um at at my place of work anyway the collins glass and the short like double rocks glass hold the same amount of liquid yeah i don't think people know that i don't think i knew that actually yeah so when you ask me to switch it from one glass to another you're not getting any more vodka you're not getting any less mixer yeah these guys will come in and order a vodka soda and they all want it in a in a short double rocks glass and the one thing that tells me is like you've got a tiny wiener totally they don't want to be seen sucking out of a straw out of a, a long, skinny, <laughs> a long phallically wiener, skinny exactly. wiener like thing. Wiener like glass. And I've actually over, and this is disgusting, I've actually overheard one of the guys be like, Yeah, they gave me the tall glass. What do they think? I'm gay. Oh, God. Yeah, this is the caliber of man who asks for a shorter glass. Totally. So don't be that guy. It's really unattractive. Yeah, your vodka soda is super manly in yeah. that rocks glass. <laughs> we all know <laughs> that you have a micro peen if you do that. Okay, so just so you know. Um, So that'll wrap this up. We will come back with more suggestions for Is That Annoying? so that you can be the most lovely bar patron ever and avoid annoying your bartender. Exactly. Don't be annoying. Perfect.
All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of Bar Friends Forever. Thank you so much. The pilot episode. Um, if you've made it through this episode, congratulations. You've earned a shot. Pour it for yourself. Don't be particular about what glass it comes in. Send us your hilarious drunk stories, your firing stories, uh, your bad Yelp reviews, anything you think is funny to barfcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-R-F-F cast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at barfcast. And also, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, it would help us out immensely. We appreciate you, Barflies, so, so much. And we will see you next Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.